0: Hi, I'm Patricia Raskin. Welcome to the Get Out and Grow Expert Series, the series that helps you take care of yourself as you take care of your patients. Today, we're talking about what is enterprise imaging really? And our guests are Jeff Williams, MBA, Managing Partner at Paragon Consulting Partners, and Lori LaFleur, MBA, CIIP, Senior Imaging Consultant with Paragon Consulting Partners. And this is for AGVA's get out and grow series welcome welcome jeff and welcome Lori.
1: thank you
2: thank you patricia for having us laurie explain what exactly is enterprise imaging and what are the advantages That's a great question, Patricia, and uh, it's something that it seems like it's easy to define, but um, sometimes people have a bit of a mixed definition here. Enterprise imaging really is the consolidation of all diagnostic imaging across the care continuum. So this would start typically in radiology, but it extends so much further than that. Um, And this is where a lot of the confusion often lies. So clinically, we're looking at providing a more seamless workflow for physicians across the continuum of care. So again, radiology, whether it's cardiology or pathology or dermatology, and offering that full longitudinal view of that patient's imaging history, which of course is essential for effective diagnosis and, and treatment. And then enterprise imaging as well definitely has a a technical lens. So we're looking at um, initiatives that reduce complexity by eliminating information silos and reducing the time, effort and cost that's really associated with integrating, maintaining and troubleshooting a fragmented imaging architecture.
0: Hmm. Jeff, anything to add to that as well as any confusion or misunderstanding to the term
1: enterprise imaging? Yeah, no, I think I I echo what what Laurie said. when I think about enterprise imaging, um, I think about the industry in healthcare has gone under the last or uh, undertaken over the last um, you know ten years associated with electronic health records. You know that was a huge, huge effort. It took a, a lot of time and a lot of effort to get organizations from a fragmented uh, approach to a consolidated approach where all of the patient information was located in a single platform. Um, And and really, Enterprise Imaging is just kind of the tail end, I believe, of that effort. Uh, It really is there to help supplement and uh, improve the ability to see the longitudinal patient record, uh, including all of the imaging associated with that uh, patient history.
0: Jeff, what is some of the equipment or tools that is used to facilitate Enterprise-wide image exchange and collaboration?
1: When, When I think about the tools, I... You know, I think about the, I think about technology, and I think that that is certainly a, an important component to supporting enterprise imaging. But I don't think that should be the leading uh, the leading uh, concern associated with enterprise imaging. I think when you think about successful enterprise imaging projects and some of the ones that we have been fortunate enough to be a part of, really it begins with an organizational uh, structural approach to to the effort, which is really a lot more complicated, I think, than uh, any of us expected in the early days of enterprise imaging. It's, it's it's about consolidating not just the technology and the and the imaging and the data, but it, it begins with consolidating and organizing and collaborating and aligning the interests of the organization. Which in many cases those interests uh, are not necessarily not necessarily at cross purposes, but certainly they have different levels of of interest or emphasis. And so uh, those tools really begin with an organizational structural approach, uh, governance, uh, alignment, uh, strategy, vision. uh, And then and then you start to look at the technology and and seeing where there's opportunities to leverage enterprise platforms and enterprise solutions that will accommodate some of the uh, important components of an enterprise imaging uh, effort. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, and so Lori, please add to that in terms of the vision and then utilizing the tools to implement the vision.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and Jeff hits it spot on. I mean, it all starts with having that organized approach and, and vision, as you say, in place. And so bringing those technologies together, I mean, ultimately, the vision of an enterprise imaging strategy is going to facilitate communication and collaboration and providing the right information to the right care provider at the right time ultimately to lead us down the path of of treating patients, right? Either preventing disease or treating disease um, and delivering those outcomes. So some of the tools that are typically involved there um, with no surprise are going to be those tools that allow us to share images. So image sharing platforms, um, enterprise viewers that gives us sort of those flexibility to share information across, not only within a hospital environment or a healthcare environment or different clinics, but across those clinics or across to care providers, across the care continuum. Also, those communication tools are very important that are going to facilitate those communications between physicians and also physicians and their patients so that they can more effectively collaborate within the context of the patient's imaging record. That's a really important thing to say there as well, because with all of these digital technologies that are coming into play in the enterprise, certainly within enterprise imaging, but also beyond as we shift out to the EHR, Context becomes very important um, and avoiding some of that information overload that is inherent in those environments is very important. So making sure that relevant information is there, that context isn't there, and that we're supporting that um, effective communication and collaboration uh, across that continuum again.
0: Well, so, Lori, it sounds like that's a big part of the role of enterprise imaging in value-based care delivery.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And this was really driven by the adoption um, and expansion of EHR technologies. We can really drive it back to that. So EHR technologies were adopted to try and create that continuum of care, that digital platform where we can collect and share patient information and meaningfully act upon that um, in order to improve quality and cost of care. And so naturally, this methodology really does extend to the imaging enterprise It's a core service medical imaging to most um, service lines within the healthcare environment with a very high percentage of patient encounters. So it has a lot of the same objectives and goals and really does dovetail into those EHR strategies.
0: Anything to add to that, Jeff, about the EHR strategies?
1: You know, I think that uh, she covers it really well. Um, I think the one thing I would I would also include that seems to be uh, certainly has become a more important component of this is the collaboration component. Now that there is so much remote working in the in the in the clinical space with telemedicine and teleradiology, uh, leveraging those platforms that allow for real time care collaboration, I think, is an important component of those tools. that's going to continue to, to grow in its uh, priority uh, within the enterprise imaging, mm-hmm. all of enterprise healthcare, but enterprise imaging certainly uh, has a you know, pretty strong collaborative uh, component, and, and that's going to continue to, I think, ramp up.
0: Jeff, do you think that that's one of the main benefits of the enterprise approach is the collaboration?
1: Certainly, absolutely. I think uh, when you when you look at the the value propositions associated with enterprise imaging, uh, we always begin with the uh, you know the, the ability to see images across the, the the care continuum or the patient record. But th- your point uh, is well taken that that th- that collaboration component is going to, and you know, it's, it's going to be important going forward. I don't think we're ever going to go back to the way it was before uh, the pandemic. I think people have gotten used to, Telemedicine—it's—you it's, know—the—the the evidence seems to be out there that the telemedicine approach is—is—is is, is a proven quality of care method, which is going to keep patients out of out of clinics and out of hospitals, uh, where possible. Uh, it, a lot more of the physicians are working remotely where they can, and so those sorts of tools that that don't hinder, you know, the ability to bring a team approach uh, are going to be—you know—continuing to be more important.
0: Lori. Um, let's talk about clinical workflow benefits. What are some of those benefits and how do they impact enterprise?
2: Yeah, you know, clinical workflow perspective, there, you definitely have to look um, through two lenses there's, there's the patient and then there's the care provider. But I mean, ultimately, the enterprise approach truly puts the patient in the center of that circle of care. So for physicians, we're looking at harmonizing those workflows, enabling them to more easily view and act upon relevant clinical information that exists for their patients rather than you know searching and looking for and maybe not finding information that's going to be relevant to a particular diagnosis for treatment plan. So, you know, that extends out to, this happens all the time in traditional radiology or, or cardiology realms where, you know, there's such a, an area of overlap between those two imaging specialties, um, but sometimes uh, not a lot of overlap at all in terms of where those images are accessible. So creating those workflows, creating that environment where information that, again, it, it comes down to context and relevance and bringing that together in a way that um, is actually for the physician, which, again, with the patient in the center of care, they're going to be the ones that benefit from that um, with more accurate and and timely treatment.
0: And is there evidence around this, that the the EI platforms offer more benefits than others?
2: Yeah, absolutely. There there definitely is. I mean, first of all, enterprise imaging platforms are designed to image, image enable that enterprise health record, you know, the electronic health record, the EHR, the EMR, Uh, which really, again, is that center of care for a particular patient. Uh, They provide those tools that bring the referring community in. Not only does that help to, again, support the care of those patients, but it also, from an organizational perspective, helps us to build up a loyalty base and, and underpin some of those programs like Gosh, and a good example would be EPIC's Community Connect, right? That allows community or ambulatory healthcare organizations to connect with larger health networks. Again, trying to create those communities or circles of care. Um, EHRs are there to improve information um, sharing, to drive down the the cost of implementation. And when we look at enterprise imaging with a very similar mandate in the scope of the diagnostic imaging world, there's tons of evidence to support that that's actually a very effective and complementary um, technology and approach.
0: Jeff, um, add to that, and also let's talk about the technical complexity and cost and the benefits of AI, in addition to the ones that Lori just mentioned sort of the financial and technical complexity and benefits?
1: That's a great question, because I think we're learning a lot as we go further down this path of enterprise imaging. I think in the early days, there was an assumption that most of us made that there would be some, um, uh, an ROI, so to speak. We had all these disparate systems, and it seemed logical that as we began to standardize and simplify that, that there would be you know uh, a level of reduced cost over time and potentially a positive ROI. I think what we're realizing, though, is that you're trading one thing for another. So um, as you go down this path of enterprise imaging, while you may see consolidation of some of the systems, they don't necessarily replace the departmental solutions that can't go away. Uh, And so there is a you know, cost associated with the integration, with interoperability, with ensuring that the data sources are are correct, and 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 if there's multiple instances of data that they're in sync, and those sorts of things, those those come with costs. And I think that we're realizing that uh, there's you know there is a, a, a cost component to it, um, but the cost is is understood as a way to get to a better delivery of care. You know, when you think about the technical systems, there is there is certainly a level of, of complexity that can be reduced when you get to an enterprise approach. When you start to see things like an enterprise viewer implemented that replaces multiple viewers that may be launched within, you know, Epic or Cerner or whatever EHR is in use. Uh, and you can get to a single enterprise viewer that reduces the complexity techno- technically, but it also reduces the support component to it while improving the user experience. So, you know, I think that, you know, there's no easy answer here. Uh, if there's anything that we've learned is that every enterprise imaging approach is very much tailored to that particular organization and the technology associated where things can be replaced, where they can't be replaced, is very, very much individualized by uh, organizations' priorities and philosophies uh the way that they uh, support the various departments and specialties and and so that you know that that has to be considered in this early phase of of looking at enterprise approach where most people are now is looking at the solutions looking at what you're trying to get to ultimately what the end zone looks like or what the end goal looks like and then looking at your current landscape and beginning to make some really critical and important decisions around where you're going to simplify and where you where you simply have to adopt the complexity in order to get to you know that that higher quality uh, of care.
0: Um, Laurie, in addition to what uh, Jeff just said, really explaining this, how does that apply then to metrics? How do you apply metrics to measure the AI investment
2: values? Yeah, um, so that's a tough question, right? And and it's uh, it's one that's often asked. In terms of you know determining what those specific metrics are, requires organizations to really look at their own processes and, and operations to determine where the value opportunities lie. You know, I say to say tongue in cheek all the time. If you've seen one healthcare organization. You've seen one healthcare organization. So um, it really is a bespoke approach, as Jeff just alluded to, in terms of identifying the metrics. But um, some common ones that you know are often low-hanging fruit that we can look at is, is breaking them down in terms of um, some of those technical metrics that we look at, in terms of capital infrastructure, um, what is our cost of storage, what is the cost associated, the number of systems that we're maintaining, um, how much training is going into that. Um, those types of things, What are we doing data migrations to shift information between these different data silos or as part of a replacement effort, or even if it's an ongoing migration that's happening in the background, um, if we have layers of technology that were sort of um, structured on top of one another, these are all things that we can take a look at and, and evaluate as part of our, our metrics. Um, mm-hmm. Other things we can look at are some of those clinical ones, right? So we can look at turnaround times and wait times, um, productivity, Uh, You know, in terms of radiologist productivity, uh, we can take a look at, you know, admissions, readmissions, length of stay, and those typical quality-based and clinical indicators that can very much be directly correlated to tangible financial value as well, and are typically on the burning platform for many healthcare organizations undertaking an EI initiative.
0: So I want to add to that with you, Lori. It sounds like everything you've described are ways to build a successful EI strategy, Know, whether it's turnaround or wait time or clinical considerations, add to that. And then I want to have Jeff jump in too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so ways to build a successful um, enterprise imaging strategy. I mean, it really does start um, at the top with an executive sponsor who has a clear vision for creating a unified imaging enterprise. And this individual needs to be empowered to make decisions. There needs to be uh, appropriate amount of influence from the inside to carry uh, that initiative forward. And then surrounding that individual, there needs to be governance. And, and I know I might be stealing a bit of Jeff's thunder here because this is um, this is really one of Jeff's big areas of expertise, and, and that's building those government governance teams with key stakeholders and representatives that are going to be able to bring the needed expertise um, to the table to identify the right problems to be solved and um, the right solutions to those problems. And then building into that strategy is considering um, vendor partners, right? You want to make sure that when you have the opportunity and when you've defined your vision and you know what it is you need to achieve as part of that unified strategy, that you're bringing other experts to the table um, so that you don't end up in what, what we would refer to as a bit of an echo chamber, bringing in that outside perspective and not just putting forward a checklist RFP uh, features and functionalities that you want, but rather supporting some of those collaborative discussions with industry to see what solutions are out there um, and what sort of transformational change could be brought to the table as part of an EI
1: initiative.
0: And Jeff, please add to that and add to the governance team and its function and how you build that effectively.
1: Yeah, um, as Laurie said, I mean, we we really see this as is vital to the success. Uh, we've had the opportunity to work with a lot of organizations, and and I I can say that almost uh, you know to a number the organizations that find greater success, um, whether it's you know in the outcomes or just in the process or just in the the transformational component, which is part of enterprise imaging. It, it It comes down to governance, effective governance. And I think, as Laurie said, it has to have executive sponsorship. Um, you know, oftentimes, um, they you know, have had some experiences where governance is put together almost kind of as an afterthought. It, it, and And here's a, an example that I've seen several times is there's an organization that's looking to replace its packs. It's an, you know they they've got a, a a pack replacement, and they realize that inter- enterprise imaging is the future. And so they build enterprise imaging into their vendor selection process. And then as they get through that process, they realize, well, there's a lot of things that are not radiology specific or ne- or even necessarily radiology and cardiology specific, uh, but those people weren't necessarily included. And so we've got to put together a governance, but the, but the car is already on the road and now it's a matter of trying to change a tire on a moving car. And so, you know, when you think about governance um, or when I think about governance that's effective, it's got that executive sponsorship, but it's also uh, has the foresight and the strategy baked in to say, we need to start this early before we even go down these processes of vendor selection or consolidation, because that governance team uh, is going to have representation across multiple specialties, you know, both vertically and horizontally. So not just from a clinical perspective, of specialties, but you've got organizational components, you have technical, uh, you know, investment. Uh, in, the, in the governance, you need to have security components uh, invested into this entire governance. And so, you know, getting that team organized and aligned and then empowered to make what are going to be some very, very difficult decisions as they adopt their strategy and executing to that strategy is really critical. And, and so, you know, having a team that is well representative of the organization but then has a strong framework and structure, you know, a charter that says, this is what we're about. These are the decisions we're going to make. These are our roles and responsibilities. And this is the authority that we have uh, within the organization to do so, I think is, 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 uh, is critical.
0: So let's summarize all of this, and I'm I'm going to start with Lori here, you know, based on everything you've both said about governance, about collaboration, about technology, and understanding how to integrate everything with different systems and different departments. What do you think is the key success for building a really successful enterprise imaging strategy? What would you like to leave our listeners with about the key ingredients?
2: Yeah, the key ingredients, I mean, we've talked about it um, throughout this, this session here, but if I'm just going to recap some of them, you need to start off with that governance team. You need to make sure that you have appropriate representation and a clear vision for what it is you want to achieve based on, you know, the ingredients that you have in your ecosystem. What is that recipe that you're trying to put together? Engagement is big. You want to make sure that you're engaging physicians and key staff across your organization, you want to make sure you understand their workflows as they are today and the challenges that they're facing so that you can put together um, a plan and a strategy to address those in the most effective way and in a way that will result in um, enthusiasm, in buy-in, in adoption ultimately, right? Because we see this all the time, top-down organizations that that don't facilitate that engagement Um, are pushing technologies and pushing solutions, and then there's that resistance, right? That resistance to change, that lack of buy-in into what's going on, which ultimately just leads to um, very expensive projects that really don't um, realize the full fruit that they could have brought to the table. In order to make that all happen, we need to be defining clear objectives, measurable objectives, and aligning those with our organizational priorities, and then finding an EI uh, partner and platform that aligns with those things. So which vendor partner, and I say this is often akin to a long-term relationship, but when we're going out and we're selecting an enterprise imaging partner, you're going to be with this organization. You're going to be with sometimes these specific individuals for a very long time, whether it's with an initial deployment in a radiology department that eventually expands out to other imaging departments like cardiovascular or whether it's dermatology or we're going to have a point of care project. Um, whatever it may be, these individuals are going to be there with you through the long haul. So making sure that you have a partner that is there to help you um, address those problems in the way that's effective and is going to work with you and align with your your way of working and your organization long term, those are, are very important um, components to a successful strategy.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. And Jeff, your closing thoughts, what would you add to strategy for a successful organization using EI?
1: I would uh, echo everything Lori just said. I think she summed it up. Uh, We touched on one thing, though, that I I think is worth uh, kind of reflecting on, and that is the enterprise imaging approach uh, or taking on this philosophical ideal of enterprise imaging gives us the opportunity to introduce or adopt transform transformational approach. You know, oftentimes when we take on these initiatives, especially when there's a big technology component, we tend to replace, as Laurie said, an old workflow, uh, and we're looking to get new workflows, but we we tend to just mimic the old workflows, but with new technology. And I think uh, we're seeing some really forward thinking organizations take kind of a different approach, which is we're not just going to adopt new technology and expand that out because it's the latest and greatest, but here's an opportunity for us, organizational, to actually transform. Let's make this a true digital transformation effort. So let's really take the time to understand what we're doing, and then let's build time into our, you know, the design phase, the strategy phase, that that opportunity to kind of blue sky or to, you know, uh, imagine what an optimized environment or what an optimized workflow will be and then including that into the process which is going to take what's just going to take time because transformation is very difficult for organizations and healthcare is very difficult in adopting uh transformational uh technology and and, and ideals but really this is a good opportunity for that so i think you know everything laurie said with the transformational approach is I think where we're seeing the most successful organizations realize some of their early, early uh, wins in an enterprise imaging uh, initiative.
0: Thank you both Lori and Jeff to really explain to us what enterprise imaging is really, and you've done a great job. So thank you both for being on the program today. We've been talking about what is enterprise imaging really, and our guests, are Jeff Williams, MBA, Managing Partner, Paragon Consulting Partners, along with Lori LaFleur, MBA, CIIP, Senior Imaging Consultant with Paragon Consulting Partners, and this is for the Get Out and Grow Expert Series through Agfa Healthcare. I'm Patricia Raskin. Thanks so much, everyone. Bye for now. Thanks for watching. If you have any questions, please email us at enterpriseimaging at agfa.com.